Hey guys, it's Danny K. Before the show starts, I want to let you know that there are some technical difficulties again this week. I'm not quite sure why the live stream seems to disconnect from itself. I'm still trying to figure it out. I thought I had a solution, but evidently I don't. Uh, the podcast just abruptly ends. We couldn't reconnect during the stream, and we just kind of had to call it good. And I sincerely apologize because we were getting into a really good conversation. Make sure that you guys check out our guest, Grover21. All of the links will be down below. Uh, really do go send him some love. Go uh, onto Twitch and follow him, Grover underscore 21. Make sure you follow me and Ren on Twitch as well. Links will be down below in the podcast description. Enjoy the show, guys. Hello. Hello, and everyone. Welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about gaming, uh, wasting your time and not your money in gaming. Apparently, I don't remember our own intro. I am wow, <laughs> one <nice>. of your... <laughs> I'm the new host. My name is Danny K. <clears throat> and I'm Ren. Um... And I'm Grover 21. <laughs> <laughs> Already off the rails. I'm Danny K. I'm one of your uh, hosts here for this wonderful, uh, beautiful mess that we call a podcast. With me, I have my uh, loyal co-host. Hi, I'm the other one. <laughs> Hello. Hi, I'm Ren. How you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. Fantastic. Nice. And with us, we have a special guest who's already introduced himself, Grover21. Welcome. How Happy you doing? to be here. How you doing, Grover? Pretty good. Pretty good. Happy to be here. Awesome. Um, Ren, you've had an adventurous uh, week here. Why don't you just explain to the people your, <laughs> your adventures? So, honestly, since the last podcast, I've been snowed in, and <laughs> I haven't had power and heating since Sunday, and uh, finally got to a motel. Uh, I was also, I, I couldn't leave the area because I was uh, snowed in, but finally I got the chance to leave, and uh, I got stayed in a really crappy motel, <laughs> and I hated everything, and then I went back home, and then there was power, and thank God. So, yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I haven't seen people for a while. <laughs> He's just kind of got like cabin fever. I'm surprised the beard oh, didn't yeah. grow back. He's just. <laughs> it did. It did. And I was like, the fuck this. I'm getting rid of this ish. Even with I'm all done. the snow, you're just like, I'm going to shave. You didn't like want to go. Yeah, I was... No, I wanted to keep it like clean shaven for a month. And I wanted to see if I could do it. And immediately. Um, <laughs> me, the split second I decided that it's like uh, heating us out. Oh boy! I need every bit of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. But yeah, that's that's my story. Nothing crazy. See, me and Grover, we come from pretty similar areas, but he escaped. Yeah, I got out of there. Hit the road. <laughs> um, because I think when we've talked before, because you're from Southern Minnesota, or mid or middle Minnesota, right? Yep. So we yep. pretty similar climates and I have just had I had snow this time last week. I had snow over the weekend. I'm getting snow tonight. All like five to seven inches. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, just, sounds really fucking solid. <laughs> <laughs> sounds really good, dude. I got out of I got out of my car and just like the snow pile that's in my driveway or the it's like on the side of my driveway is about thigh high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't miss that. Don't miss that's, that at all. That's how much snow I have pushed <laughs> to the side, and I am uh, running out of places to put it. 
that, that's what happens about halfway through and you're like okay well now it's <laughs> too high and i can't get around it and can't move it uh, yeah as a person that lives in california that doesn't normally get snow that was my first experience actually shoveling snow like really shoveling it yeah and like i was just like wait a minute this sucks. <laughs> and then I like look over, I have this giant fucking pile of snow. And it's like, I hate everything. <laughs> um, oh, so man. we've got a great show ahead for you guys here. And we're going to let Grover start off um, talking about a game that I have been really interested in. We were talking about uh, before the show. I've been interested in it, but to the extent of like, I've never really thought about purchasing it i enjoy watching it and then when i watch someone play it and like leave to go do something else i immediately forget about that game until somebody i see somebody else playing <laughs> yeah i i know that feeling entirely honestly my only like real experience of knowledge on it is uh dr disrespect when he played tarkov and then hated everything yeah that's, that's <laughs> yeah. what i remember it'll make you but uh that. yeah <laughs> yeah so oh man yeah, uh, Grover, why don't you tell us a bit about Escape from Tarkov? Because you've played quite a bit, and I think you've uh, even streamed it. Yeah, I have a couple times. I plan on doing it a lot more, too. Um, so Escape from Tarkov, uh, it's made by a Russian studio called Battlestate Games. Um, I didn't know much about them when I first found the game and started playing it, but um, getting to know them a lot more through playing their game. Um, it's a tactical first-person shooter game. It's probably the closest thing to a simulation game that I have found in terms of any shooter games, anything like that, that I've ever played. Mm -hmm. um, and it's set in a fictional North East or Northwest Russian territory. So it's not a real place, but you know, yeah. stuff like that. So, uh, so currently with the game, uh, you have two choices when playing it. You can either go in as a PMC which is your main character, you pick him at the beginning of the game of either being a Russian side or um, uh, an ex-military for, like, USA. So you can either pick one of those, and then you level up that character through playing, improving your skills and stuff like that. Um, with your PMC, you pick a loadout. So every time you go into a raid, you're picking what you want to bring into the raid um, in terms of gear, backpack, gun, bullets grenades everything so you have to set this character up when you go in and if you die somebody can take everything off of your body and take it out with them and you lose it so okay. that's kind of where the unforgiving part comes you get shot and killed and you don't have a teammate with you or you're not playing with someone your gear is up for grabs for the rest of that raid which most raids last about they have about an hour timeline so basically it'll pull so many players into this raid, real players. Um, and there's AI in it too. But um, basically, during that time point, if any of those players find your body or you die and pick up your stuff, it's gone. Um, and the other side you can pick is called a Scav Raider. Um, those are the, also the people that are populated in the game itself, AI. But there's mm -hmm. also, you can be a player Scav, which is, it's a pre-selected loadout. It's kind of just scraps, basically. Like a like a scavenger just kind of picked up a right, you know, yeah, yeah, gun and you know took it with them. So um, now with that, you don't. It's really if you die, it's like well, I didn't have that stuff to begin with, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but it doesn't level your main character up. So 
anything like healing and you know shooting and stuff like that that you do does not help your main character so it's kind of a trade-off you can get more more money and stuff to buy more gear but you can run into a situation where you're not leveling your main character up and then he's just a little pansy so um (laughs) (laughs) for lack of a better word um so currently there's six maps um there is factory which is what you're seeing on the screen right now that's factory um that is probably one of the most unforgiving maps because it's so small and it's just people everywhere and just Mm -hmm. massive amounts of shooting um so there's factory labs um shoreline um trying to think here totally blanked on locations (laughs) (laughs) um I'm sure I'll think of some more. Um, Customs is probably one of the lower Mm -hmm. level ones. But anyways, uh, they're planning to do five more maps as well. So 11 total. Okay. Um, So it's kind of you pick where you want to go. Each place has its own different kind of loots that you're going to find and different buildings and stuff like that. So depending on where you want to go and what you're looking to get is kind of you'll pick where you're, what map you're going to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so currently, um, with the game, I know one of the main things everybody talks about is bugs. Um, whether it's glitching, freezing, just stuff not rendering correctly, stuff like that. I've mm-hmm. had my fair share of it, and I just <laughs> have the time you want to freak out. <laughs> um, I know that feel all too well. Oh, like, just recently I was playing a raid, and I went in, mm-hmm. And it was two AI scavs, because they actually, they're actually a lot smarter than you think. You'd think, oh, AI in the game, you can run around in circles and laugh at it. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. These guys will actually yell at you and start running towards you and shooting you and stuff like that. So, um, But I killed the first one successfully, no problems with the game. Second guy comes running in, game instantly freezes. <laughs> and then <laughs> he shoots me and I'm dead. I'm like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Um but yeah, so they're currently coming out with a patch. It's point one one point five. So they're in mm-hmm. beta yet. So it's all points and numbers, no, right, like number one or anything. So um, that patch is coming soon. Uh, we expect a couple weeks at most for it. And with that patch, um, there is Reddit notes and stuff like that that you can look to see the exact fixes that they're looking to implement. But Um, I just read through them and went through them myself, and I have seen a lot of just optimizations, bug fixes, glitches, um, and apparently they're doing AI improvements too, so they're going to make them a lot smarter, which is great, so. That's... That's solid. I the one issue that I at least run into with a lot of like beta titles, and I feel like most people like run into this issue too, is that they instead of like going for fixing the issues that are currently at hand, they just are like, let's add more gameplay yes. to the mix. Yeah, and it's like that's not the approach that you should take at all to this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the best by definition example is DayZ, where it was <laughs> like, oh, you know, I mean, the zombies. It's a zombie like survival game the zombies might just like literally float through houses but we added some new cans of soda and I, we think <laughs> you'll be really happy with that beautiful 100 yeah. percent. you can now Where find you can now find a new jet that's gonna lag yeah. out the server <laughs> yeah oh, perfect oh man but that's actually uh, super cool and honestly i kind of thought this game was something different to be completely honest um I I knew only from recently 
I thought it was a BR, mostly because I know a lot of BR players that played that and was mm -hmm. just like, okay, well, I I know it has like some semblance of BR type mechanics where it comes to like, yeah. if you die, you lose all your shit. That's basically it. Um, but I didn't know that there was different sets of maps. I actually thought it was just one giant open world. I honestly thought that's what it was. So that's, that's kind of cool. But like, it, so yeah, they want to do that yeah. too, but. Yeah, that's definitely what I thought it was initially. But hearing that that's like different map types is actually like pretty cool. Um, it's gonna make it like optimization in a lot of areas probably a lot easier than just being like we have a giant open map and it's all of the areas together. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we have luck. to bring everything down to fix this one spot. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, that's why everything's cool. split up currently. So mm -hmm. when they do find these bugs in a specific map, they can take that map and just go to the on that yeah. one instead of having to go through miles of code yeah to yeah. find out why staircase number seven in section three <laughs> for whatever reason just caused yeah. you to fall through the world yeah you don't have to <laughs> um yep. so oh, a kind of qu question i don't know if i'm getting too ahead of you guys here um how does how does the gunplay feel because I play a lot of insurgency in the you know the leaning and the you know stuff like that uh, really in the way that the guns look in sound even it reminds me a lot of insurgency sandstorm um, how do the, how do they feel how does like the gunplay uh, kind of feel I love it it feels really like can't say realistic because I've never shot an AK but I feel like they took the approach of trying to make it as close to real life as possible mm-hmm um, is what they're going for so like you know a pistol doesn't have much recoil so you can quick fire it and you're going to hit basically the same spot every time mm -hmm. whereas like mm -hmm. uh you know an ak or something you want to do kind of burst fire because otherwise it's going to you know climb up and you'll be shooting in the air and not doing right. anything so. so and like shotguns same thing it's you know it's got a little bit of kick in it but um like this is one of the main games that I, or one of the only games I've ever found that has that kind of like, just mm -hmm. the attention that to focus detail on for those little things, yeah, yeah, and like the parts and everything is pulled from, you know, like real life. Like these are all guns scanned in, like they're all named, so it's it's all types of guns from like wherever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's it's all real stuff. It's not made up, so that's what's really cool about it too. Um, but yeah, gunplay is great as long as it doesn't glitch out or freeze on you. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> so eleven point five coming in a couple weeks. Hopefully that uh, that keeps it going. Um, mm -hmm. And then they have two more planned updates that we know about coming up soon. Um, eleven point seven, which is going to be more guns. Um, because they're looking to bring in, you know, grenade launchers, mines, more gun, more just different types of guns. The P90 is one that's brought up. The SCAR is brought up. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I'm not too thrilled about mines and grenade launchers because the thing yeah. that comes to my mind is um, Call of Duty <laughs> Modern Warfare <Yeah>. 2. <laughs> I was like, this is going to noob tubes, isn't it? Just I'm noob feeling my bow. <laughs> yep, yep. That's that's the one thing I'm scared about with that. Uh, I hope uh -huh. it doesn't come to it. You know, obviously, if it does, they'll probably look at fixing it and optimizing it more. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then the update that everybody's kind of waiting for, um, like the whole Tarkov community, is 0.12. Um, 
So with point one two, they're going to be adding what's called the hideout. Currently, you have a stash where you keep all your loot in. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to be upgrading that to a hideout, which is basically I tried to get as much research on it as I could, and it's basically an underground bomb shelter, basically that you take over and you work on fixing it up. So you're building generators, you know, getting running water in it, like it's it's you're making this place your own. And it's your oh, stash yeah. for, for weapons, gear, and stuff like that. Um, so with yeah. that, I don't know exactly how much that's going to affect the game. Because now instead mm -hmm. of, you know, you, you, get, you get out of an array, a raid, you're 100% health, everything's back to normal, and you get to, you know, basically pick all your stuff again. Yeah. Whereas with this, it might be like you have to wait to heal up, or you have to, like, eat something to heal up. Hmm. Which could could change the gameplay quite a bit mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and then with that they have their infamous wipe in the game uh, so they basically clear out everybody's stash everybody starts with nothing and you're, you have to redo all the quests and stuff and that leads to everybody running around with either hatchets or pistols <laughs> and just running to the center of the map and just killing each other <laughs> yeah it's it's total chaos but uh, I played in the last <laughs> wipe and it, it was a lot of fun like is that is that like a regular thing? Like, do they do that every patch? Not every patch, specific ones. Like the last um, last patch where we had a wipe was point one one. So they're kind of okay. doing it like on the on the big big plan stuff. Like when they add new maps and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Is there is there a specific reason for that? Is that because well we want to let like new players have a chance kind of situation or? Yeah, you kind of see about halfway through before a new wipe comes up or anything like that, you'll see a definite breaking apart of the players who don't have any money so they can't get new gear and can't buy the good gear. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you have the people that are just so well-stocked, they come in with full body armor, you know, a face shield mask where it takes like 10 bullets to get through it mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So you're just seeing these bigger players just stomp on all these little guys. But then again, you toss a grenade in, <laughs> kill everybody. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, for the most part, you will see a definite breaking apart, though. And then, along with that, if you die too many times and keep losing your gear, you're gonna have nothing, which will then lead you to well, now I can't even do a raid. I have to do scav runs mm -hmm. to get some money back. So the wipes definitely bring everybody back together. Um, and then, for instance, just thinking of it, grenades also. You have to be a certain level to buy the grenades mm -hmm. so you won't see any grenades for like the first week okay or you know mm -hmm. a couple days into it you won't have any right. grenades except if you find one in in the game mm -hmm. so that's what's really good about it is it it brings everybody back to, to square one and from there you can kind of build off that um which kind of brings me to the buying side of it. So the game itself, for buying it, uh, there's four different editions. Um, now, okay. all the editions give you the same thing in terms of you're at the same point. It's not a pay-to-win or anything. Right. But the higher edition you go, the more stash, spa stash space you have, so you can mm -hmm. store more stuff in it, as well as they start you with a little more cash to, you know like keep yourself going instead of having to do scav runs mm -hmm. right and then they have a couple extra like things that they give for like christmas presents and stuff like that um so standard edition 
which is $44.99. Um, that's your basic package. Comes with, you know, a couple guns to get things started, you know, some cash, a couple extra things just to kind of, you know, let you get into the game. Try it out. See how you like it. Um, mm -hmm. There's the Left mm -hmm. Behind Edition. Uh, this goes into a little more, you know, a couple more items you start with, a little more uh, stash space, and then also a container or a bigger container where you can store your stuff in. Um, or I should explain this a little bit more. Um, there's a case that you bring in with you or bring with you in every raid, okay. and it has a couple tiles. And now, if you do die, that's the one thing that doesn't can't get looted or stolen. So oh, if you okay. want, if you find something really important, you want to put it in that case. So then, if you do die, it you you do keep it. That like a scope um, okay. or something like that. Yep, um, like a night vision scope, uh, something really rare in the game, like bitcoins. You can find physical bitcoins in the game. <laughs> uh, they're okay. worth quite a bit of money. So it's like if you find one, you want to make sure that if you do die by some random mm -hmm. grenade or anything like that, that mm -hmm. you have it safe. Um, prepare for escape edition. Uh, that's ninety nine ninety nine. Um, so it's getting a little bit pricier, but with yeah. it, like I mentioned, it, it just gives you that extra boost in starting. Mm -hmm. But it's not like you pay more money, you're going to just wipe the floor with people because people right. who buy the standard edition can kill you just as fast as it, as you can kill them. So, mm -hmm. um, And then the final edition, this is actually the one that I upgraded to. I started with standard myself, but upgraded to the Edge of Darkness edition. This is $139.99. Um, this is the one where they say, okay, you're, you're going to get everything from the beginning to the end. Um, okay. It's going to be handed to you. Like They're planning on doing like season passes, I guess, um, mm -hmm. future future maps, um, DLCs, and stuff like that. So this is already, like, you're 100% guaranteed to get all this. Like, if it does come to a point where they're going to, like, charge for it, you already got it, no big deal. And you start with the a, a six-space or a nine-space container that you can store stuff in. Whereas with okay. the smallest one, it's four. Um, with that too, though, um, in terms of buying, uh, I would say if you are looking to get it, like I love the game myself, I would definitely recommend it. Um, but if you do plan on buying it, start with the standard mm -hmm. and go from there. Like if you don't like it, then you're not, you know, I bought the Edge of Darkness and I just blew $140. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, it's it's you're starting out with something that's, you know, not as much yeah. money. You know, it's not a big as big of a commitment. And it's, you know, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But um, yeah, something they also do like to do is when they do do or when they do updates in terms of like wipes and stuff, what they mm -hmm. generally try to do is throw in these like free weeks, like a free to play week. Mm -hmm. So you can you'll get the standard account um, to try it out and see if you like it to try and bring more people into the game. Mm -hmm. So, okay. um, so yeah, if you don't have fifty dollars to to spend on a game right now, I would say kind of look for that. Or also, you can watch streamers play it, get a feel for mm -hmm. it that way. Because um, I found every streamer I've watched that's playing it or has played it or anything like that, you ask them a question about it, they're more than happy to answer it for you. Yeah. And as as well as just you know, being there to kind of help too. Like you have a question yeah. like, where do you find this specific thing? they'll you know everybody will kind of go out of their way to be like okay yeah. well here's how you get this so mm -hmm. 
Which yeah, that definitely is, seems is to be the nice. case with a lot yeah. of uh like devoted streamers and things like that. Yeah. Where they'll a lot of times they will give you a very realistic like uh review of a game or something like that. And they and won't like just sugarcoat it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because like realistically they want people to like play the game, especially in the case mm -hmm. where it's like Escape from Tarkov, where it's in beta right now. And there's yep. probably not like a very large player base, especially if they're really trying to push out free weeks. They're gonna want to tell you as much as they can in order to either yes. like convince you to play it or like be like, hey, probably don't spend 45 <laughs> bucks on this. But I mean, there's free weeks, so you could try it then. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's definitely one thing to always look out for, especially when you're like going for most games. This one in particular, because yeah. this one I've heard very mixed reviews. I've well, I've I've heard it from different like spectrums where it's like it's really good, and I've also heard it's the worst game ever. <laughs> And it's like, I don't know where to fucking feel about that. Um, but yeah. yeah, I did have a couple questions about like some okay. of these additions, though. Um, so the stash size seems to be like the biggest thing. Um, and in a game where you're literally you're basically trying to hoard like supplies. Um, yeah. That's a pretty important dynamic on it. Is there yeah. ways of upgrading it without upgrading additions? Like, can I get more space by putting in like a certain amount of cash value? Now, what they will that. do, or, like, in the game, um, as mm -hmm. you progress with your character, you will end up in situations where you can buy, like, for instance, an items case. So you can store mm -hmm. things in that case, which has a lot more um, oh, okay. boxes right. to put stuff in. Yeah. But that comes with, you know, being a certain level, as well as having right. a certain cash in-game. So it's not like you can just, you know, pay, like, real money to to get these yeah. extra cases to store stuff um and even having the biggest mm -hmm. thing or biggest addition myself i still run mm -hmm. out of space all the time maybe i'm just a yeah. hoarder i don't know like yeah. but I end well that's kind of what this game like seems to feed into right Where like you're really trying to you're trying to always get gear to be prepared to go get more gear and exactly the grand scheme of things it is a looter shooter it's trying not to like seem like one and I, I respect it for that but like there's definitely is looter shooter mechanics there where it's like i'm i'm just trying to like gather supplies to go gather more supplies in the future I so like that. when it comes to stash space and things like that that's a really important thing and like you're really gonna want to have as much as possible so basically exactly. the way it works if if i'm getting this right is that you'll have a stash space initially and then you can get like containers essentially where you can put things in and you can put that container into your stash space yep am i thinking about that right okay cool yeah, yeah all right that's so, not that's not nearly as bad that's... yeah but but like i mentioned it all comes with playing the game like you can't go right. into the game and expect to just you know get an items case right out the bat and be like oh well we're good there yeah exactly and stuff like that so yeah that that's good to know uh i had some other ones but i'm trying to remember what they were um, I'm looking at like some of the like higher editions right now, and it mm -hmm. says initially good standing with all in-game traders, and I feel like that's not super important, but I kind of want to get a little bit more like info on that specifically. Like, is there is there a reputation system with vendors? Is that kind of like a thing, or yes and no? Okay. Like so with that, um, that kind of goes both ways. It's not like these traders are gonna hate you and not deal with you. Right. Um, currently in the game, like, who knows, since it is beta, they could go way off into left field and be like, okay, now you're only going to work with one faction completely, 
And if you uh-huh. try to tra- you, if you try to go somewhere else, they consider you a traitor, and everybody hates you then. Um, okay. Yeah. So right now it's it's basically you do quests to increase mm-hmm. your rating. Um, okay. And by increasing your rating, you also get options of better gear from them as you level up as well. So like a like a big level that everybody tries to hit is level 15 because that unlocks um, better armor, um, more more weapons. And it's it's really where you get to open up your avenues of what you want to play with, rather mm-hmm. than, yeah, I found a gun off a dead player. <laughs> I finally yeah. have something decent. So yeah, so that's kind of what that is, and mm-hmm. that's what keeps you going into these raids and you know, looting more stuff is you're also completing these quests. So it's not just loot to go back to go loot you know, back and forth, right. it's also you're trying to complete these quests to increase what you can buy okay, uh, and, and stuff like that. So, overall, right, it's, I got you. it's not 100% like necessary, but it does help to have that extra little boost when starting. Yeah. 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 I, I was mostly, my biggest concern initially was just the, the stash space. Seeing that when it comes to uh, like additions in my eyes personally it's not it's not pay to win but it definitely is like it's it's a huge advantage later on in the road and that's like that's definitely a scary thing when it comes to certain things it's like oh yeah no i have i have an arsenal it's like (laughs) i got i got some guns (laughs) it's like okay but uh introduced vehicles (laughs) we've introduced vehicles yeah yeah Uh, vehicles well, I was going to say, yeah, no, we introduced vehicles, and anyone that paid the $140 version oh. gets a tank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that one game, no, I can't even remember what it was. Oh, my God. It was a game that sold, like, an entire spaceship or something, oh. and they sold the edition for, like, tens of thousands of dollars, and somebody actually bought it. <sighs> just just break the code and make yourself a little spaceship and sell that. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Oh, man. But that's cool. That's definitely cool. I definitely learned a lot about this because, as I said before, I thought it was kind of in that that BR-ish type realm Mm -hmm. where it was definitely, like, focused. Initially, my very first thoughts of it was I thought it was a BR. Like, I just thought straight up it was a BR and you're, like, in a group. (laughs) And you just just run around and kill people. I was like, okay, it's just another BR. But hearing that, it's more like a survival looter RPG-ish sort of thing. That's pretty cool. That's actually really cool. I'm not opposed to that at all. Um, it's like a BR. I definitely light. will. Tr- yeah, yeah. That that was what I ended up catching on after I watched a friend of mine play it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this isn't actually a BR. This isn't like really BR-ish at all." There's some parts of it, yeah, but for the most part, yeah, no, it's not like that. Um, but yeah, I definitely will try this during a free week. Um, yeah, how often are the free weeks? You know. Um, like the last one they had was over Christmas. Um, okay. I know Christmas they do it, and generally when they do wipes as well, they try to get new new players into the game too because yeah. everybody's kind of at that ground zero. Area. Yeah, that makes so a lot of sense. Yeah. Instead of bringing them in when it's you know you have a four guys in a group that are level forty geared to the teeth, and you're a little guy running in level one, you just get <laughs> annihilated. You're like, I hate this game. I'm done. So mm. they they try to do it when it's an even playing ground more or yeah less. um and real quick for anyone that's interested in like trying out a free week um before uh we should probably talk about the system requirements um Ooh. 
that might actually be a good idea. <laughs> Um, the minimum requirements, uh, CPU, dual core processor, uh, 2.4 gigahertz, Intel core, um, do two, two duo I3, um, AMD Athlon Phenom, Phenom two, Phenom, mm -hmm. um, require, uh, six gigs of Ram running windows 7 8 or 10 64 bit uh need a dx um dx 11 compatible graphics card with at least one gig memory on it um the yeah. re recommended and this is from systemrequirementslab.com um so you guys can check it out there um the recommended is a quad core processor 3.2 gigahertz intel i5 i7 and probably higher um yeah. For for the most part, at least from like what I'm looking at, these actually are like pretty standard. Like this this isn't anything crazy by any means. Like yeah. you could probably run this on most systems, maybe not like if you're running like a cheaper laptop. Yeah. But like I I feel like this is pretty reasonable. Having a duo i3, that's not anything super crazy. No. Um, six gigs of RAM. Most people, like, just in general, have eight now. That's not really an issue. Yep. Um, one gig VRAM graphics cards, kind of a joke because that's <laughs> that's not a lot. No. Um, but yeah, these these are pretty like safe, safe system requirements. I wouldn't really be super worried about that. Yeah. I would yeah. say maybe if you're just running it on a cheap laptop, but like, yeah. Even then you're probably okay. Yeah, it's... you might run into more glitching and freezing because it's trying yeah. to render the the map as you're running and you know all the updates that are happening in it. So mm -hmm. you may run into more freezes and you know glitch spots and slowing. But... Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. But... probably run. Yeah, but realistically, these these statistics aren't super crazy. The system requirements are recommended is basically have a decent i5, mm. and that's not anything crazy in terms of processors. No, um, two gigs of VRAM isn't super crazy either. This is all yeah. This is all pretty. Yeah, it's safe. pretty standard. <laughs> yeah, this this isn't anything like sketchy. This isn't like Anthem's fucking <laughs> minimum ten seventy easy. <laughs> but like, yeah, if you don't have this, this game will not run. You're out. <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it seems fairly standard. I don't really have any issues with it, honestly. No. Um, I feel like the price point for me personally is a little bit too high. I feel like I'd probably pay like in thirties for like a standard edition, mm -hmm, but. Yeah. Then again, I'm a cheap person. So. <laughs> Same here. Like, yeah, the only reason I went out and got the, the Edge of Darkness edition was because I, I loved it that much when I started playing it. But um, yeah, yeah. so I would say expect probably a free week to come in like uh, two to three months-ish. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that's when they hope to have .12 out. So, you know, somewhere in there. But then again, if something goes array on the game, it could push it back with having to have a different update to do some sort of bug fix or something like that. So, mm -hmm. and just like I, I'm checking and I haven't actually seen it on any uh, like library sites like Steam or anything like that. Is it explicitly just from like their official page on PC? Yep. Or yep, is you that have okay? To go to. Um, I mean, you can either go through Battlestate Games specifically, or I could just type type in Escape from Tarkov, but uh, okay. like a Google Chrome or. Right. You know, edge yeah. or whatever you're mm -hmm. using. So, 
yeah, and yeah. Then from there it's you create your account login and then from there you can do the purchase yeah because i feel i could have sworn it was on steam at one point unless i'm crazy i really I, thought it was on steam at some point in time i have not might seen be crazy. It on steam but they are I, looking I'm... to hopefully push for that when it's completed when the game is yeah done. well that's cool um I, does it just start the game directly or is it like sort of a launcher ish type system and if so how does that function that's yep, so it's it's just a launcher um okay battle state games launcher when you open it up it has basically down in the bottom right hand corner it'll say either you know update or play and okay. then from there you just hop into the game and go all right got you cool. yeah because mostly like the reason why I bring that up realistically is I have certain hates for certain launchers. <laughs> Origin. Um, yes. But that's, that. uh, so, yeah. Mostly in terms of, like, when I ask about that, I'm more so curious about, like, if it, if it functions as you want it to. Because, for example, things like Origin, they struggle really hard with, like, adding friends and things like that. And it functions really poorly in terms of, like, networking with other players mm -hmm. so is that is that is that an issue at all or is it like pretty nope for adding friends you can do it right in game like i know for okay. origin i don't know if i'm the only one that has this problem because i'm a potato with games but like i always <laughs> have to exit out of the game or like tab out to then go into the launcher to then accept a friend request or something that's yeah. that is origin that's one of the okay. main issues okay. so that's that's why everyone <laughs> yeah everybody. but yeah um from this you can it's literally in game for adding friends um and also if you don't want to be friends with somebody somebody but you want to team up with them in a raid mm -hmm. you can just say looking for a group and it'll pop up in a list and you can add oh. a group right mm. in there so super easy for that's for playing with that's others. actually really cool that that, mm -hmm. that honestly is a really cool feature that not a lot of games at all actually use um it's not entirely relevant, but a good example is Destiny, where like you'll you'll try to look for groups, but I don't even think they still have a Destiny LFG actually <laughs> implemented in the game itself. I think you actually have to go to a third party site. Oh, because I remember that being an issue when I played the first one and I hated it. <laughs> but like the split second that you're all like, yeah, it has an LFG like built into the game. I'm immediately happy about that because yeah. so many games that need it don't do that. And it is Oh, oh my god, irritating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's cool. Okay, all right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that so... basically covers most of my questions. I can't really think of anything at the top of my yeah. head right now. But... Yeah, yeah. that's that... kind of... You, you've you exhausted anything that I would have had. <laughs> to... I was I curious. I'm sorry. No, no, it's good. <laughs> It's good. It just means I didn't have that many questions. <laughs> um, oh, man. Going on, though, Rand, it's time for us to ask you some questions. What have you been playing? Why oh, you got to do this to me, dude? So, <laughs> so I have been snowed in for the mm -hmm. past week. So I have been playing the only game that I've like had available to me. We're not going to be talking about this one right now, but I've been spamming nonstop Pokemon Let's Go. I've been yeah. loving it. But that's not the game we're talking about tonight, because we're talking about Angels with Scaly Wings, <laughs> a, a dating dragon simulator, but you don't date dragons, and it's really frustrating when you're trying to have an entire Valentine's week where you date. Like, the entire point of last week for me was to, like, play dating sims. Mm -hmm. I hate dating sims, so let's just, <laughs> let's get that out of the way. 
But I played it going into thinking I was going to date dragons. And that seemed to not be the case at all. I guess it's actually a dragon criminal minds type game. It's really weird in that regard. So basically, you play as a human ambassador that, like, went through a portal to another land filled with dragons where you're trying to get generators to bring back to Earth. Because I guess it doesn't mention this until you're like halfway into the game, but Earth is dying. Don't know why they didn't bring that part up. But like, you know, yeah. So Earth is dying and I need generators to save Earth. Listen, okay, all right, all right, all right. I should probably take a step back, right? <laughs> this is going to be a really rambly piece. <laughs> I can't. I normally ramble. This one's going to be ungodly rambly. So just keep that one in mind. It probably won't make a whole ton of sense. But... You play as a human ambassador who's trying to get generators from dragons through a portal to save human civilization. But there's also a dragon assassin. And there's a cult? Also, it's really weird. It's, <laughs> it's really strange. This is kind of one of the reasons why I didn't entirely want to bring it up. <laughs> because it's ungodly rambly. Um... It's okay. I don't know. It definitely was not. So, so I've played decent dating sim games. And one of them, which I might get given a little bit of flack for, but I probably shouldn't, is Dream Daddy. Where it's actually, like, even if you don't play, like, dating sims, it's a solid game in itself. Mm -hmm. it's, it's an actual decent title, and I recommend it to anybody who is even, like, who doesn't like the notion of dating sims because it's one that doesn't take itself super seriously in terms of a dating sim but it does take itself like seriously in terms of like deeper underlying meanings to everything mm -hmm. this one was very much i thought i was gonna come in and date some dragons and then out of nowhere i was thrust into criminal minds in dragon land and it was the most confusing thing and i don't know i feel I feel like it was, like, a developer's, like, one of his first, like, actual projects. And he's, he's probably really happy about it. And I lost shit on his dreams. <laughs> but, like, it felt that way. To me, personally, it felt like some of it, it wasn't polished. It was definitely just sort of there. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to date dragons. My entire goal was to date a dragon. And then not once did... No dragon anything. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I was pissed. But <laughs> You keep playing, hoping. Yeah, hoping exactly. I played point. it the entire time, hoping maybe. Maybe I'll get some dragon D. And I was done. <laughs> and I was so salty, dude. I was Wait. so... Did you did so you salty. do the dragon rhyme to try to get in there? Did you? I wish, I wish with all my heart to fly with dragons and land apart and... Did that work at all? I will read this uh, Discord call right now. <laughs> what is that show? It's uh, PBS's I, Dragon Tales. That's oh, right. I, I was like, so, I know I've heard that. <laughs> so, so that's that was the, the game. It it's it's not a bad game if you don't play it on stream and you don't expect a whole ton out of it. Mm -hmm. um, 
because I played it on stream, it gave me a lot of times, like, to rant about the game, like, in, like, little regards. That probably, honestly, wouldn't really matter. If you're, like, playing it normally, you'd probably be like, okay, this is all right, I guess. It's not anything super bad. But there were a lot of, like, weird plot holes in it. Um, towards the end, the, the note here is that, uh, it's a very, it's focused on having multiple endings, like a ton of multiple endings. That's like its big thing. I didn't realize that at the start until I finished the first playthrough, but it's like, apparently the first playthrough is always the same. And then you always have to like approach the second one in a different way to like save everything. Um, but there was a very key moment where it's, it's this guy with a revolver and a person makes the definitive note that he has six shots in his gun. Like, six shots, right? Because it's a revolver. Six shots makes sense. And he fires all six and he kills a whole bunch of people. And then he points the gun at you. And then you can't say no. Like, you don't get an option to be like, you don't have bullets, idiot. But, like, you heard six shots. And it's all like, oh, I guess you lose. And it's like, what? What? <laughs> what do you mean? I, I just, I, there was, there was a thing and it was like, you have six shots for three people. How do you think this is going to go? And then he shot the three people with six bullets and then you can't do anything. And I thought that was one of the most like peeving things because it's like, you, if, if you didn't state anything, I probably wouldn't have questioned it. But you very clearly were like, it's six bullets, <laughs> six, six bullets. <laughs> I, was, I was salty about that. <laughs> All right, listen. That's that's my ramble piece for that <laughs> game. So uh, I think we can get a, just a real quick definitive thumbs definitive thumbs up or thumbs down on the rep from this. <laughs> honestly, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't not recommend it. It's just I I got gifted the game. Okay. Somebody gifted me the game and. As a game that was gifted to me, I was not entirely opposed. If I bought it, I probably wouldn't be very happy. It's a $10 game. I just had to check right now just to be sure. Um, if you're interested in dragon crimes, it might be worth $10. <laughs> if you're interested in trying to slam some dragons, only to find out that you can't slam the dragons, then this is your game. I don't... I don't know. Never before <laughs> have I heard Ren sound so disappointed. Um, you I played the second game, and yeah. that game was significantly not as bad. Yeah, talk about that real quick. Yeah, yeah. So immediately after we finished that game, um, we played Monster Prom, and that game was significantly better than I was expecting it to be, honestly. it's I don't know if it's a game that I'd play a lot. It's basically a... Uh, it's a game where you play to try to take somebody to prom and your entire goal is to try to like make one specific person, whoever you choose, there's, there's like 10 different choices. You're trying to get that person to be your prom date. And then that's your entire goal. Um, it has a lot of like weird, goofy stories and like weird, goofy dialogue. And like, it's very clear. It doesn't take itself seriously, but it also, it takes itself seriously enough where, like, the parts where it's not serious are still hilarious. And, like, the parts that are serious, very, very few, are also, like, pretty great. 
I didn't really run into any problems with the writing. And that's that's really what these dating sims come to. It's like, do they have good writing? That's that is literally the basis of any of these dating sims or visual novels. But that that was significantly better than I expected it to be. Um it turns out, let me let me check on something. I think there's like 5,000 different outcomes and I really didn't expect that. I thought it was just going to be like a g yeah, exactly. I, I didn't expect that much, like, random chance on that sort of thing. And uh, immediately, my first run, that was all I've done so far, I got a secret ending. And basically, my prom date killed everybody. <laughs> that but but we were a prom queen and king. So, like, that was it. It was all like, <laughs> listen, they might be all dead and all also maybe possibly servants or slaves. But, I mean, hey, I won. So that's cool. <laughs> that's pretty neat. Um, but yeah, there's there's a ton of different characters. And honestly, it's kind of the situation where there's there's a character for basically everybody. Mm. Um, there's there's like it doesn't take the same approaches as like your standard anime esque dating sim where it's like you got your you got your like real everybody like fits into their own specific box that you'll see in literally any other anime dating sim sort of thing right you got your kawaii they, they're, yeah they're all girl. relatively you get you the same thing. yeah exactly <laughs> with this it all it puts like a different spin on every single character so the one that i went for uh was like a really nice person except for the part where they were a supreme dictator and had servants and stuff but like when you talk to them they're nice to you but then you also find out that they're also trying to just turn you into a servant. And you're just all like, oh, this is something. Classic tsundere. Oh, I see. See, um, I'm ashamed I know that term. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, there's some other characters. There was one that was a robot that just straight up was like, it's basically like you are trying to date the dictionary. And... That that's my next goal. By the way, I'm gonna date the dictionary. Um, <laughs> on I don't know. It, it definitely wasn't bad, and that game was also gifted to me. But I don't think that game is nearly that expensive. Um, Monster Prom right now is eight thirty nine. Cheaper than Angels with Scaly Wigs, and in my opinion, significantly better. <laughs> so like, I definitely a hundred percent would recommend picking that one up. I'd honestly, I'd put that in the same park as like uh, Dream Daddy, at least for me. Where it's like, it's it's a dating sim, but like, it's that's not its sole focus, right? Mm. Like, there's definitely more important things going on than it's like, you just, you, you date random people, and that's your goal. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it's definitely a game focused about getting secret endings, seeing different outcomes, seeing what happens where, with what situations, and all sorts of things like that. Mm -hmm. Honestly, a game I definitely would recommend. Um... Especially for eight thirty nine, um, there's also a DLC. Somebody gives me both. Um, with the DLC, it's like fifteen bucks. Oh, never mind. I'm looking at the wrong game. <laughs> Don't listen to me. It's like it's like twelve dollars. I was looking at Angels with Scaly Wings. Don't mind me, which also apparently has a digital deluxe edition. <laughs> Maybe that's the one. You Maybe have that's when you get boned by dragons. <laughs> I'm, I'm something about that right now, but. <laughs> but I do recommend Monster Prom a lot. I definitely recommend it a lot more than I recommend Age of Scaly Wings, and I feel horrible for even having 
<laughs> Listen, for what Angels of Steely Wings was, it wasn't the worst fucking game of all time. I played horrible, horrible dating sims. I've had to go through that <laughs> last year during Valentine's week. It wasn't the worst. I would definitely 100% recommend Monster Prom over it, like by far. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a more polished experience, for sure. You, There's no points where I was just like, this feels kind of jank. Like, there's, it doesn't feel, like, kind of, like, really weird or anything like that. It all it all makes sense in its own universe. And I don't have any issues with that. But, yeah. Definitely would recommend Monster Prom. If you're, if you're the kind of person that's like, I don't know if I'm super into, like, dating sims. I don't know if I'm going to give them a chance. This is one of the ones, along with Dream Daddy, that I'd say even if you're not, like, interested in dating sims, at least check it out. Or mm -hmm. give it, like, a little bit of a chance. Um... But yeah, that's all I realistically have to say right now. Cool. <laughs> Honestly. Well, cool. Um, let's... Don't you make me do this, Danny? <laughs> I'm proud of you. We got through it. We got through I it. I hate everything. Um, do we want to move on to the news now? Sure. Or some of the news, the news topics that are at least pertinent to uh, our conversation here. Um, so just, I can't imagine we're going to take too much time on this, but the Razor Game Store after mm -hmm. uh, being open for 10 months is officially closing um, on February 28th. And everyone that bought anything from the game store needs to activate their keys before the 28th. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so yeah, if you guys bought anything on the Razor game store, activate your keys like yesterday. <laughs> Don't. Don't wait until the 28th. You only, I mean, it's only, what, nine days? Yeah, you're going to forget about that if you don't do it, like, now. <laughs> I, um, yeah. Honestly, I feel like... I mean, this is kind of to be expected, to be serious. I don't know why they really thought that it was a good idea to dive into it. I, I mean, I get it, because, like, it, they make gaming, like, hardware. Yeah. But that's not the same thing. That That's really not... I. I would have no interest of going to fucking... I already hate Razor Synapse, all right? Let's be frank here. I hate Razor Synapse. But, like, I don't want to also play the games on a Razor launcher. I already have way too many as it is. I kind of was flabbergasted when they said that. Like, when they even mm -hmm. had that exist. And I don't know what the point really was. I, I really don't. Aside from, like, make a cheap buck. But, like... They didn't have anything realistically going for them. I can't think of anything, at least. Yeah. Like, uh, was there any sort of exclusivity exclusivity ever <laughs> with Razer? Well, this is how I can't think of anything at all ever. Well, this is kind of how bad it is. Is that we've talked about we've talked about game stores before, right? We've talked about Discord mm -hmm. opening up their game store. We talked about HIO. We've talked about all these game stores. And I do not remember once talking about Razer. I didn't even know Razer exactly. had a store until I saw the story. Exactly. That's that's exactly the issue. Like, even if you are going to go for something like that, you have to market it. Like, you can't just be like, oh, by the way, we have a game store uh, somewhere <laughs> there. I'm not going to tell you where, but it exists. Yeah. And it's like, no. Like, first off, I don't, <laughs> I don't even go to Razer for games. That's not the point. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of people even consider like Razer mice specifically for like business work. Like depending on what they do, like editors, they'll be like, "Oh, I got a ton of buttons on that mouse. I can set those to do like all sorts of crazy things." Yeah. 
But like, I, no, <laughs> I would never in my life just be like, yeah, I need, I definitely need to get some games on that Razer game store. 100%. <laughs> the only Razer product I think I've ever used was the Ra was Razer Cortex, which is like their game yeah. booster, which I think all it mm -hmm. does is that you just run your game with it and it just like defrags and it also like does yeah, it just turns off unnecessary processes. It doesn't really do a whole lot. Yeah. But I used it I used it on my really shitty laptop when I first started yeah. getting into PC gaming before I built my rig. I used Razer Cortex to run games and then I mean, I'd get like an extra 10, 15 frames by doing it. But so if you're on like a really, really bad laptop, like I'm talking bad, um, <laughs> you might want to try Razer Cortex to see if you can't get like a, like get something playable. Oh, man. Because there were games that I could not play on that on that laptop for whatever reason without running Cor mm -hmm. uh, Razer Cortex. So, I mean, that's yeah. the that's the Razer game store. Just if you bought anything through it make sure you guys redeem it it's for you playing steam I, keys i'm honestly very curious to hear how many people have bought anything from the razor game store yeah. that would be a like statistic i would love to know yeah well i want to see if it's like 12 people <laughs> yeah well <laughs> it's like i bought a game once yeah. we're the devs of it so we had to <laughs> um in the youtube comments of the vod let us know and i'll put out a i'll actually put out a twitter like poll so you guys mm -hmm. can answer that too um because yeah let's see what's <laughs> let's see what's up um the other yeah. game story that uh we kind of keep going back to this topic of um potential game cloud services but this time uh google mm -hmm. has um, announced that they'll be doing a keynote address at Game Developers Conference next month, March 19th, um, to reveal details about a new endeavor focused on video games. Um, there's been some rumors flying around. Obviously, they had the uh, Project Stream, is that what they called it? Where you could play the new Assassin's yeah. Creed, um, is it Assassin's Creed Origins? It was Odyssey. it was Odyssey. Odyssey. It was actually Thank the you. newest one. Odyssey. Sorry. There's so many Assassin's Creed. I can never get straight. <laughs> <It really laughs> is. They do come out pretty fast. Um Oh man. Guys, is this Assassin's Creed Brotherhood? I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, bad joke. Um The Sorry, I'm also typing at the same time same time. Um so the ideas, the, the rumors flying around is that uh, this is probably going to be related to their experiment with ga game streaming, some sort of service, possibly. Mm -hmm. um, some people thinking maybe this has to, maybe the, it'll be with uh, the Chromecast or possibly more stuff with Chrome. And then uh, some other people thinking maybe some sort of Google made console. Um, yeah, I, I definitely have seen that like floating around also. Um. But there just kind of a lot of uh, just a lot of rumors flying around right now. Obviously, they're they're positioning themselves to do something. Uh, the <laughs> the invite. Um, the only details we really have is uh, an image of a darkened hallway with light heading <laughs> or with light at the uh, exit saying gather around. Um, so if that happened in real life, I'd run the other way, to be honest. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I'm good. I'm all right. Thanks, though. Not today, uh, Satan. <laughs> uh, um, 
The project is reportedly codenamed Yeti. Um, and that's kind of all we have really. Uh, I just kind of curious, um, the, the article, this is from Polygon. They're the ones that, that are at least saying that there's, um, some rumors, um, on like a Google made console. I was kind of curious about this idea or that the Chromecast first off, I'm pretty sure fire stick has some games on it. Uh, Ryan, you have a fire stick, right? I do. I actually don't know if it has games on it, to be completely honest with you. I don't, I mean, I don't use it for that mm -hmm. purpose. It might. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, the Fire Stick remote is tiny. Yeah. Like, it is, it's basically, like, not even an inch of plastic at best. Like, it's, like, a couple centimeters of plastic, and, like, it's really, like, dinky. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't... I wouldn't use it for gaming. Yeah. Maybe Tetris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe um, maybe Tetris are like those really old like games that you'd find on like satellite channels. Mm -hmm. Where it's just like, oh, I could play it with the TV remote. Yeah, that, that's that's I, basically it. I know Roku doesn't, and I know Apple TV does. Pretty sure Apple mm -hmm. TV does. Um, but I'm kind of interested in this idea that you know maybe some sort of thing to the. Uh, Chromecast or if they're going to come out, I, if they're going to come out with some sort of console, I don't think they're going to come out with like a new gaming console that right. I think I, if I any, honestly a hundred percent agree on that, I think what they're going to do is make some sort of media box that can run light software. If anything, yeah. I think because they're looking at like Google and Amazon or I'm sorry, not Google looking at Apple and Amazon and Roku with all these streaming boxes and be like, we could put all of our shit on there, connect it to our smart speakers, and then also use the Android OS on it to put gaming. And I feel that's if there's going to be any sort of console, any sort of box with it, mm -hmm. that's going to be what it is. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about the idea of like, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of excited about the idea of another subscription-based sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Mostly for the reasons of like, they, they seem to have some sort of deal with Ubisoft and Ubisoft is one of the few that like really doesn't do that sort of subscription thing. And personally for me, I've wanted to play Odyssey. I don't want to pay $60 for Odyssey, but like I want to try out Odyssey and I want to like experience it. That's honestly like the one thing that Origin does have against any other launcher, for example, is the fact that Origin Access exists. That's like their only saving grace <laughs> as a launcher in my eyes personally. So, like, I'm definitely not opposed. It saves me some money, and I get to try out some games that, like, don't entirely, like, they're they're not, like, $10 titles. Mm -hmm. The chance to, like, be able to play, like, Odyssey or, like, any of the other Assassin's Creed's, I'd be down for that. I'd have no opposition to that. I do agree, though, that it's probably not going to be anything super crazy. I would imagine, it, like, at best... At, like, the best in terms of a gaming console, it's going to be, like, some really not super great gaming console that uses third-party, like, uh, hardware, like, controllers and such. Mm -hmm. And that's probably it. And I I don't expect that to go really super far. Well, I If it was online for... If it was online, like, if it was actually on my PC, I'd have a different notion about it. I'd be yeah. super into it. I could but if it revolves around hardware, I don't know. Yeah. I could see if they're going to do, like... If they're gonna, if they release or if they announce both at the same time, a uh, game streaming service and some sort of console, some sort of lightweight entertainment box, 
Because yeah. then they have the justification of being like, we have this, look at the specs in it. Doesn't really matter what the specs mm-hmm. are because you can buy or you can, you know, subscribe to our yeah. service and all that computing is going to go to the cloud. Exactly. So you now get this yeah, exactly. nice, sleek, small, you know, little box that runs in the back of your TV. I can see that being a, a yeah. kind of like a pairing. Would you, would you guys yeah. go for something like that maybe at all? I'd consider it. Mm-hmm. I definitely would consider it if that was the case. Um, I would need to like see reviews on the actual hardware itself because sometimes hardware specs don't actually like mean everything. Yeah. Like sometimes there's like still really weird issues with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd definitely be curious. I'd be a hundred percent super like, I need to keep an eye on this one for sure. If I, it probably wouldn't even be super expensive. I'm sure it'd be like a decently expensive-ish box, but probably not anything super nutty. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine the uh, the subservice being anything like super crazy either if they're going to want to compete with Origin, which that's literally their only competition in terms of that field, mm-hmm. realistically, aside from like Gamefly, but like, I don't know if Gamefly even exists anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's a thing. I know um, we talked about potential Amazon rumors related to this, which would be based mm-hmm. on the Amazon Web Service um, infrastructure already in place, is what uh, the rumors have been saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Grover, what are your thoughts? On- I could see it being like an Origins Access, but it's like a Fire Stick that you plug into your computer, mm-hmm. and all your games are saved online. Is what I kind of feel like you'd be heading towards because that way you don't have to worry about hardware like for the board itself like you're using the players components that they already have so you're not making it a super expensive like system and then it's just a monthly fee is what i could see kind of like netflix or you know hulu and those like you're not paying for you know their their parts like you're using other people's systems and you know it's just all saved in a cloud drive what I can mm-hmm. see. Yeah, I 100% agree. If that's the case, I don't. You want a podcast for dialogue and a divisive time? Go ahead and check out Just Think on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.